Unger, we like your not dying stories. Why did he not die? That was Unger did not die. You can see there is a diagnostic there by the fact that there is an Unger-looking fella sitting in the chair, not dead. Nice. We're going to assume, and then and then we'll uh, maybe talk about that during Potato Mayhem. We got a full room here. You guys ready to do a show? Woo! All right, let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted Podcast. Guess that your desires might be strange? Perverted Podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience, Hello, perverts! Woo! I'm Kathy. I'm my Michelle. And I'm Count Boogie, and over there is Unger. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Unger! Unger's not dead. Unger, Unger's not dead. I have no idea what this is about. Unger, will you please enlighten us as to why you are not dead other than the normal breathing bloody things? Well, because I kind of set myself on fire. <laughs> oh, like what part? Wow, look like how my shocked. my entire head. Look, oh. Like a Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial? Yes, actually. I, oh thought you, I thought you actually got a haircut. I did, but you can't it see all the it, red. Oh, my oh. God. Like my nose is missing all the skin on one side. I oh see wow. it. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought care. maybe he got down. Like, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't something there. cool. It was my grilled fucking eating pussy. What? I swear to God. It wasn't even breathing fire or doing anything <laughs> cool. It was uh, just grilling a steak. Although, yeah, pretty much. And uh. it was steak and brats. Ooh, yeah. Steak and brats. So, can you walk us <laughs> I bet he smelled good afterwards. Uh, the the regulator <laughs> failed, and I, I I suddenly heard this. Pssst. I was like, "Oh crap!" And then that became whoosh with a giant fireball coming right at me and hit oh. me in the face. Oh, that's happening. So to your me. gas grill then? Yeah, your gas yeah, grill I, I, broke I a seal. Propane and propane accessories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Unger, that's scary Unger, shit. I did the same thing. I did the same thing. It, it charred my hair and my eyelashes. Yeah, I didn't my, have I'm any eyelashes. Or most of an eyebrow. I've yeah. got like a third of one left. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, second degree burns over about uh, a third of my face. Oh, Unger. Wow. The cool thing is, my, my kink and weird stuff saved me. Knowing how to deal with fire. Um, oh, there you go. I While most of my brain was yelling, oh, crap, part of me was thinking, drop and roll. Don't even worry about being on fire yet. Just drop and roll. And I was thinking, breathe out, uh-huh. um, which is more of a fire breathing and, right. and wow. eating trick. But still, you you because when you're you afraid, you go, <gasps> and that would be bad with you get hot lungs, propane yeah. coming into you. So, uh, But going exhale uh, and dropping. I, so, so kink saved me in a, in a way. Unger, we're so happy you're here. Yes, definitely. Oh my god! I gotta laugh. I'm sitting over here feeling like, so like the phantom shocked. of the podcast, and it's just something so just lame. It was like it. fucking Steve Irwin dying by a fucking stingray. It's just like one of the like you expect Unger yeah. to be like, well, I catastrophically engulfed myself while breathing fire out of a Volkswagen tailpipe or something. See, see, but just I, like cooking a steaks, not where I pictured you like yourself on myself, fire. I engulfed myself like three weeks ago doing fire eating, um, but uh, I had wow. m- far fewer. I had no damage. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, but Papi Ramon. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on a second. I get a thing. Okay, go. Wait. It's funny how that works. I have been playing with knives my entire life since I was a kid. Uh-oh. Twirling them around, throwing them, tossing, doing whatever. The only time I've cut myself is putting it away yeah. or cleaning them. 
Oh. Never yeah. while playing with them. You ever dropped so one like on your foot? Never while doing fire, but just, I oh, have. hey. <laughs> you ever dropped one on your foot? Don't you love I a well-balanced <laughs> knife when you find out it's a well-balanced <laughs> knife because it's stuck in the top yeah. of your foot? <laughs> You're like, wow, that's a well-balanced <laughs> knife. I should get that out. That hurts. I'm bleeding. Well, this is a good start to a show. <laughs> yeah. This is, Perverted Podcast is a human show, Kathy. It's a human show. And there's so much excitement in here. So much more excitement than I had this weekend. I oh. fucking hate Bachelor Weekends. Oh, you didn't oh. have any I hate girls bachelor, here? I hate Bachelor Weekends. Mew was out of time. I always tell myself I love it. Have you? I don't know. If anyone can relate to this, uh-huh. I'm looking straight at my Michelle because she's a whore like me. Yeah, I so, am. Yeah, she is. So it's like Muse out of town doing some family stuff. She's back tonight. Uh, and then Bunny was doing Bunny stuff. And so I'm like, I had Friday night and Saturday night, and there were parties at Threshold both nights. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, man. The shark. I just fucking filed my shark teeth and greased so up my I. fucking fin. And, and I was just like, yeah. And I swear to God, Friday night was pretty packed. 10 before mm-hmm. 10 was pretty packed. Yeah. And I come in and I'm like, yeah, it's fucking on. I'm just going to get some, you know, because, you know, Mew has like a little list of, you know, vaginas she has to lick before she dies, you know, so she can figure out if she's bisexual or not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's up to like 30 and she still hasn't figured it out yet. So I think she needs like another 30. Uh. So I'm really working to score those. And I was like, I swear to God, Friday night, I was like, yeah, I was in bed by 11 o'clock. I was going to say, I didn't see you much. <laughs> I was just like, meh. Well, Did everybody shoot mm, you down, Boogie? No, I, well, no, I didn't. I didn't even really, I just kind of, it's those nights where it's like, because it was the same thing the next night. It was, I mean, it was nice, you know, you're, it's nice to hang out. Mm-hmm. It's great, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, you're like, nah, it's, you don't, like when Mew's on the bed and she's looking cute and she has her lobsters and she's like, daddy, go get me a girl. And I'm like, all right, honey. And it's you're just, you kind of just go grab someone. Throw them in. You like lobsters? Here's a fucking lobster. Stuff lobsters. You know, it works. Okay, now it's anal. Okay, great. It's a little. It's a, it's a progress. Oh, that's what lobsters. Are. Yeah, things lobster things thing. escalate quickly once you walk in the door of the love lab. It's pretty much like, hey, you down with this? Okay, great. Let's do this. Um, but yeah, I had no game. My game no just game. left. There was none. I had so much game. Did you? You did. You were. I, did. I was trying to hook someone up with you. <laughs> you did. Oh, the, the guy. Cool. The, the guy from the producer from. Uh, we had a video shoot here oh, yeah. uh, during the week. Uh, I and think I scared him off. No, no, he no. was. He, yeah, I mean, you just were like, uh, one of us was sharking and the other one was fucking guppy. Yeah, I had that the bull shark. Nickname? The bull shark That's, was out. Yeah, the bull I'm shark was shark out. Call you guppy. For black t- black tip just couldn't fucking just couldn't uh. get his groove. I got a foot rub. I got two scenes. I chit-chatted some boys up. Yeah. Something will happen later. And there was other ones, yeah. Oh, other ones were wow. ready for you. So you did the sharking. Oh, the, the, is, the, the guy was down to play? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he, he I kind of was a little leery um, because he's like, oh, just sensual. He, he wasn't really into like experiencing a lot of spanking and whipping and stuff like uh. that. So, you know, I'm like, maybe... I could have done CBT. That's maybe, maybe my Michelle's not the best to start with. Maybe. No. Just no. not the no. best to start with. Probably maybe not. your balls are in danger. <laughs> just, maybe. Let's just start somewhere less. But that was it. But, oh, 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 oh. oh. I, you know what's what? coming? You know what? what's coming in the mail? I do mm, know. Coming in the mail? No, tell me. Ovipositor. You and Mew are oh, like 
Salvia Positor is uh, I did Primal Hardware, PrimalHardware.com. They make like amazing. Uh, just all sorts of alien and an ovipositor for those of you that don't know is basically like an alien tentacle but it's a hollow dildo and you can actually shove a gelatin egg through it and plant an egg inside of an orifice um, and so a number of people seem to be very, very mm-hmm. excited is about Mew that. one of that Mew, number? Look at her. Let's look at her face. <laughs> that, it's just pasted <laughs> on her face. That's that's just all she ever thinks about. So I reached out to this Primal Hardware because, you know, the show's not big enough to where I can go, hey, send us some shit. And uh, they're like, how many listeners do you have? Mm. <laughs> We're like, You have to tap dance a yeah, little. Yeah, I had to tap dance. So I wrote him some jingles uh, for his site, and I said, hey, I'll, I'll do a trade with you. And he, they loved the jingles, and so they sent me the you know artist release and whatever, and so we'll get some of those, and then we will try them out right on that table there. I have a question. Yes. Since they're hollow, can you attach them to said dick and fuck them with that on? Ooh. What? Could you... Oh, you mean kind like, of like a urethra fucking, like a, 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 a male appendage to male... Like, no, like, like you put it on you, like... Like that like is in now your strap. Your that's dick. now yeah. your dick, and then you I, fuck her with that. Um, I think the whole idea is to plant the egg through it because well, yeah, it's yeah, and it's, you plant it, put the egg in there, yeah. and you put and then you kind of squeeze it, yeah, and I, you fuck her. And you, you know what, it my through. Michelle, that is, I'm sure, She's a, a, a possibility. Yeah, I want. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm a helper. Primal, I give ideas. You should go to primalhardware.com. I will look and it. find so, out. They're going to have some cool new jingles. Yeah. <laughs> Just to recap, yeah. Unger didn't die. Yeah. Michelle was totally Super shark. busy. Shark. Shark night. Yeah. You went to bed early. Wait a minute. Why are we rehashing? Uh, I like why that. Are we, yeah. Why are we yeah, rehashing yeah. old shit? So, yeah. I'm talking about an ovipositor here, Kathy. <laughs> primal <laughs> hardware. Primal hardware. It's over, man. No, no. Primal yeah, hardware. No, over. no, no. They have ones with tentacles on it. Unger has yes. a question. Th- this might sound weird, but my brain goes weird places. That's why I'm here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you make them out of jello and then eat them? <gasps> why not? You pro- If you had a mold, Ooh, that I'm would sure. Here, really um, good reach behind juicy? you. <laughs> Cat- I don't even know his name uh, on the show. Catman, there should be the gel. Well, because he's always, he's a kitty. He's a kitty. So this, I just got the gelatin. This is, uh, here, pass it to Kathy. And so this is the stuff you make the eggs with, because obviously you're not going to use real gelatin. I mean, uh, like jello gelatin, because it has all the sugar in it, and it's <laughs> just asking for some uh, yeast infection love. Mm-hmm. So you get like the Knox gelatin. It's the uh, unflavored. actual gelatin. This is actual, yeah. like gelatin, gelatin. Ooh. And then you get the molds. If you go online, like eBay or whatever, they sell them on uh, PrimalHardware.com. But you can also... Uh, Get they have ones that are shaped like alien eggs and they're like special egg molds and then you you know just there's a whole process and they have videos on on the website that show you how to make them and then you now have your eggs and you keep them mm. kind of chilled yeah. or whatever and yeah. then you just sorry Ew. brain goes lots of places can you do like a face hugger type scene with this oh. and put it on their oh. and then fuck their mouth yes face yes. and then do a regular yes. Jello mold and shove yes. it down their throat ooh, ooh. how about a DD or a triple D. You get three of them, one in the mouth, Michelle? one in the ass, one in the pussy. Well, I told them every jingle I write, you get a, uh, I get a, I get a ovipositor per jingle. So uh, if they need more. <laughs> I think you need to write some more jingles. I'm just, I'm like, hey, dude, I'll write for your kid's bar mitzvah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Good job, David. <laughs> Very Jewish name. Wow. I have, a, I have an Uncle David. <laughs> that's that's 
The two of you together are uh, scary. I, I think we should just move on. Fed life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on Fed Life. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has given us permission to do so. I am so excited about this post, Kathy. I am Are just not. I have Don't just lie. studied thoroughly. You haven't even read it. I you didn't so have it super posted. Excited. You erased my post. I didn't oh. erase your Yes, you post. did. And then you didn't tell me that my Michelle was going to be here. I told <gasps> you in the text. Because in the then te- I changed it to something that she could actually talk about. Yeah, Boogie. So I have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, this is from Lucy who wrote something called Some Tips for Male Subs and Slaves. Naturally, when I heard Michelle was going to be here, I'm like, she's mm-hmm. gonna, she got to weigh in on this one. Lucy says, nearly every message I get is asking to meet, meet, meet. If it's not mm. that, it's bombarding me with a list of their fetishes. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened to the art of wooing and courting a woman? Seriously. I expected submissive men to be the best at this, but instead they are the most selfish. They just want to jump to the end game with no work. What I want from submissive males is to be charmed, impressed, courted, treated like a queen. I want to feel I am the most special person in their world, not a fetish machine or a piece of meat. Exactly. Vanilla men can do this. Submissive men in general are too self-centered. It's crazy, really. Double standard bullshit. (laughs) Shut up. It's so (laughs) to hell. You're not weighing in on this. Michelle, tell us what you think. It is. This is like, (laughs) it's like she knows exactly what I'm going through. I got like, I've got an. So many messages of, oh, goddess, you seem so powerful. <laughs> I would just love for you to. There's a long list of things they want. And then I'd like you to put some cheese on that. Possibly some french fries. Make me a sandwich. But I'm not worthy of your. Whatever the yeah. fuck. I, it's just like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Is it different, the people that actually come to our Femdom Night, which is Domination? I mean, you see generally the same thing, don't you? <laughs> no. You know, I mean, like, there are other boys that are do want to play with you because they want something from you. And um, in Kinda the beginning... Like a bottom? Like um, a greedy yeah. bottom? No, a greedy bottom. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Difference. Yeah. I like bottoms. I don't mind bottoms. But, um, you know, they like, oh, gosh, I want to play with you. You seem so sadistic. Oh, gosh, I want to play with you. I want you to fuck me in the ass with your dildo. I'm like, oh, for one thing, you're way too fucking old. And and another thing. Because your ass is going to turn to powder when I fuck it, boy. (laughs) That's right. But but no, it's like um, I don't even really know you know you. And you think I'm going to stick my dick in your ass yuck i don't, I don't know you me out man the now audacity. now my boy i will definitely use that as much as i want but that's because we have a relationship i know him i trust him and we didn't even start doing that kind of stuff until later into the relationship so i mean yeah. like that you know it's just like they come up to me i want you to do cbt i just met you i'm not touching your dick <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for offering that to me, though. But um, yeah, I mean, if a submissive girl came up to you, Boogie, and and said, I know I just met you, but I I just want you to motorboat my tits right now. Will you do that, please? 
if I wanted to motorboat her tits, <laughs> I would, yes. And I would do it with a dominant fucking glare oh. in my eye. I would be like, these are my tits, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Fine. <laughs> yeah, see. Owned. See, that's the difference between males but and females. But is that why male subs, because they're men, they, they just act the way they would want someone to act toward them? Possibly. And yet they don't realize they're not going to get anywhere with it, for the most no. part. With a dominant woman doing there that. Is, there is this one guy who um, posted, or he sent an email asking for X, Y, and Z. He said he would pay for it. I'm like, I talked to Poppy Romo, and I'm like, hey, this guy wants to do it, and he wants to pay me. What do you think? He's like, well, you know, <laughs> see what he says. The I'm mortgage like, is I'm like, <laughs> What's my commission? I'm like, well, you know, I would like a new purse. <laughs> so I, so I, I said, okay, well, so um, we'll meet at Threshold. Um, it is 150 bucks. You have to do my PayPal. Gave him my PayPal address, and um, and then we'll negotiate. Didn't hear anything back from him. I'm on this um, group on on uh, Facebook, and all these other girls are like, "Ooh, did you hear from this guy? Ooh, did you hear?" I'm like, so this guy is sending the exact same copy paste message to every fucking female. Doesn't matter if they're male, they're sub or or dominant. Wow, what trying to get. Something just a reaction. Yeah, it's a free reaction. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah so just something for a spank bank, and trying to see if he'll find someone who'll. Oh no! Don't you worry about that. I'll do that for free. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You may speak. Okay, so I, I made some jokes in the beginning because it's like, oh, I want the submissive to woo me and the the things like yes. that. And so I totally understand. That that is your desire, and you can have any desire you want. Um, uh, when people approach you and make their requests of, I want this, this, and this, that's called being a bottom as far as I'm concerned when someone's new in a dungeon because they have things they want to try or whatever. Maybe uh, men have a much lesser skill set as far as uh, smoothing that in. Uh, but ultimately, you just say no. You know, if someone says, you know, because I get that all the time with people I negotiate when I negotiate with women or they're like, oh, I'm new. And, this and they're is like, I want to negotiation. Right. But this I'm is like pre anything. So, you're, yeah. So I'm not saying they don't have a shitty time, but I've also kind of the understanding that the dominant is the predator and the submissive is the prey. No. So uh, that's just mine. You don't have to have it for you. But uh, for for me, uh, it's. Uh, a lot of submissives want to be taken. So that's mm. so when they approach you, I just don't understand the dynamic because I'm not into dudes. No, so it's not, I can totally it's, see it's, that that's got to be fucking annoying. It's not just that. It's it's what it's the follow through and what comes after. It's not just the negotiation. It's yeah. the overwhelming majority of male submissives who want to come in. They want to tell you what they want. Right. Mm-hmm pay just lip service to the whole worship and I adore you. I don't need somebody to worship and adore me, but I do need you to be a submissive. Not sit here and give me a laundry list of the things you want me to do to you and then walk the fuck away. And I've heard you talk before specifically about one time where someone made you feel like that's all I did and then she skipped away as if Sure, nothing. I just yeah. didn't play with her again. It, yeah. Okay, it, no. it, that happens more often than you would think in the femdom community. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I am not. I've seen it. I've been here for 10 years and so I do understand it. I'm just trying to get a grasp of from I've, what my point of view is. I've also heard a lot of times, well, I'll I'll let you do this to me. Oh, you'll let me do this to you. Oh, okay. Well, 
Let's talk. So isn't yeah. that the, not, yeah. But isn't that the difference between bottoms and a submissive? If you're looking for, I'm, I'm just saying, uh, if somebody is actually submissive, then but, they're going to want that power exchange. But a bottom, I. But they we act. have had a hundred greedy bottoms in the love lab that they, are interested in an experience. No, no, I, they, they like they, the toys. They want that. They don't it. give a but fuck about doing, me. What they're doing is they're presenting themselves as a submissive. Well, then they're that is disingenuous. As a yeah. submissive, like uh, uh, the bottom line is that uh, that all of these people, whether it doesn't matter what you call them, it doesn't matter whether it's a negotiation, pre-negotiation, or the words that are being used, they have a sense, an overall sense of entitlement and mm-hmm. lack of respect that comes exactly. with every word that they say. So I love a bottom who knows what they want, who can speak well, who can stand up for themselves and advocate for themselves. Yes. That's mm. excellent. That's Do that. It, it is so sexy, so sexy. And, it's, and it makes me want to play with you because you know your own mind. And you know your limits and you know... You know what you want to explore, and okay, this might be a soft limit, but let's explore that yeah. and negotiate. And someone and sitting across it. from me saying, "I'm sorry, but I'm not going to allow you to do this, this, and this to me." Fabulous! Give me yeah. your whole list. Not here is what I want you to do for me. Uh, that's the way it's going to go without any mention whatsoever about what you're going to do for me. This is yeah. an exchange, okay. and the exchange doesn't happen with a lot of these what I call predatory submissive it's men. And when I first started going to these parties and mm-hmm. and involving myself in any femdom party, myself in any femdom party, the term predatory male kept coming into my head, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that just makes absolutely no sense. And yet that term fits. The majority of the men I meet at these parties. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I never understood how that's happening. But So the issue is that it's these are disingenuine people. So it's not whether they're a submissive or a bottom or whatever the fuck they are. They're just they, they people. They just don't know how to have an exchange with somebody. They don't understand these that just it doesn't matter whether this is a vanilla relationship or you're a top or you're a bottom, a male, female. It doesn't matter. There has to be an exchange. There has to be respect. Absolutely. And there has to be a sense of I will give you this and you give me that. that yeah. They, I mean, all they want is you give me this and then I will go upon, uh, on my way. Yeah. And it's not that's not how it works. I mean, like when I first started topping yes i did i would do like five scenes in one night and i would play with these boys and then it got to where it i started feeling really used i and i would drop heavy heavy because like i would give so much of my energy into the scene into this boy and or and also girls this has happened to me with a woman too and they they just like don't give anything back there's there's nothing in return and um i felt like i was a, a kink um like a kink fetish dispenser you were dispenser just, yeah. thank yeah. you a you vending know. machine yeah. yeah i'm just like this vending machine oh here i'll, I'll throw needles at you oh here i'll you know which do i whatever. think see i'm a little different in the sense that I can find the balance like I when my needs are that I need to be validated. Well, I have two amazing girlfriends that validate me on a daily basis. So I get my validation there. There's a certain time where I understand that a lot of the women we play with are absolutely just looking for an experience. They don't give a fuck about some fat 50-year-old janitor. Um, they like the toys. I have a room full of toys, a room full of experiences. It's a positive place. So I know they're not into me. So it's kind of I'm 
when I go into these situations, because you can see, obviously, fairly quickly, mm-hmm. this person is just here for an experience, or they're here because they want to, you know, have Muse mouth on them or something. Um, and that's, <laughs> so I kind of find that balance, which is a lot, believe me. <laughs> she has corrupted many, uh, many. So I think... But what it's, do you get out of it? Do you get anything out of those? I like giving people experiences. I like making chicks come. I like. Uh, but I are like the, giving, okay, so let me ask you. Uh, let me ask you a question. But that's when I'm looking. But that's when I am in a headspace because there's times, like I said, there's times where people, you know, I'm like, I'm not really interested in in being your vending machine tonight, and and then I'll just advocate for myself and I'll say no. Right. So, but there are, but I do get something out of the fact that. I know you're here for an experience and I'm getting something out of it because I get to still touch this body and I still get to explore. So I just make sure that my validation comes kind of from myself and what my agenda is. If I'm not going to get, does that Uh, make sense? It does make sense. Whenever you're you're doing that, whenever you're in that mood where you are just Mm -hmm. going to uh, have that kind of a scene, do you ever feel that these women are disrespectful to you? Are they rude? I mean, I have. I just wouldn't play with them again. When you can see that they're so, you know, because this is what happens when you do a lot of pickup play. Is like, you you know, you get in, they seem really nice and everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, this seems like a, they're not very genuine at all. I'm a demo top. Yeah. So at that point, I'll just kind of end the scene, you know, and be like, all right, you know, off you go. In my experience, and, and granted, I haven't played a lot in the last few years because for many other reasons. But in my experience, was like when I was playing more often, that kind uh, it was more balanced. If I would go to any regular party and there were I was going to top or bottom, it was mm-hmm. men or women, it didn't matter what I was going to be doing. There was uh, somewhat of a balance between people who uh, were being rude or disrespectful mm-hmm. or or just entitled, arrogant assholes. And unfortunately, though, the minute you walk into a femdom party, that scale tips, and it's like seventy percent that. And the the rest are just jewels that you're looking for, people mm-hmm. who right. actually are human beings. Yeah, so like I'm walking down the hallway and this guy, he's I've never seen him before, and he's like, Oh, hey, are you are you a dominant? I'm like, Yes I am. Oh well, well, here, take this. You can hit me with it. I'm like oh, good uh <laughs> n- no, that that's okay, thank you. I'm gonna go this way now. <laughs> I think the real problem is is that guys just suck. So. And then the, <laughs> Like, I don't like mind being me. used by a woman. I just, I just, I'm totally me. okay. But if it, I could totally understand just, if a dude was like, "Hey, dude, I need this from you," I'd be like, "Go fuck your dead mother, you piece of shit." Yeah. It's <laughs> like here. Yeah, yeah. You use you, this. You can hit me with this. I'm like, oh. Thank you for the yeah. honor, you yeah. scraggly piece of nothing. No, that's okay. No, no. Nothing. Here, here. You're you're not strong enough to hit me. I'm like, oh, now you're goading oh, me into God. it. I love it when they. I love it when they goat me. Try to goat me into hitting them I, there was that one particular boy that would do that isn't that the guy you I sewed his balls to his about. leg oh no <laughs> he, that was the boy who had no limits and i'm Mr. like all right I have no and limits. i was bored and i'm like hey where's that old guy <laughs> where's that old guy i'm gonna stitch me some nuts to a leg so, yeah, tonight. batman and then batman done. swan yeah. <laughs> okay. so, so men scary. suck and <laughs> So how do we, I guess just talking on the show, if you are a male bottom uh, and you are listening to Perverted Podcast, please don't do that. Please don't be an Please just remember. and Talk to us like a human being, like another person. 
And the problem is these people have seen too many uh, femdom porn movies, porn. And, and they think that that's mm-hmm. what it's gonna be like. Yeah, but men in general think that. It's really? Not like, yeah. Oh, yeah, at, at like, the munch, poor buggy. Yeah. <laughs> so I play with chicks. At, <laughs> just, at, so just, at the domination munch, I'll fun. have I'll have like new people come in, and I'll take them to the side. I'm like, okay, so you know what? What do you? What is your expectations? Oh, well, da da da. I'm like, that's not going to happen. This is what you need to know, and I'll try to give them like a baseline rundown. Like you know, talk to people, ask them their name first before you ask them to play. <laughs> you know, get to know them a little bit, but you know, be respectful. Ask them if they want something to drink, and you know, just be courteous. And then, so you're doing your bit. I you're doing what you can to educate. So yeah, I, I, mean, am, I, I do. That's, like I that's will, awesome. I will like I've got this other new guy. He's like, oh yeah. I'm like, okay. So this is and and then I will also teach them. I'm like, okay, stay away from this person. Stay away from that person. Be you know, this is what you can expect from them. This is what you can expect from that. And but if you do X, Y, and Z, you're gonna do good. And you go, you seem like a good guy. Just you know. Don't be a douchebag, and and That's they usually do great. Don't be a douchebag is basically. I think it's what we should what, just. What teach you everybody. said earlier <laughs> is really what it comes down to, and that's what I think. And this is this goes far beyond just you know the kink lifestyle. It's understanding that every interaction that you have with another human being. Mm-hmm. There has to be something in it for the other person. And there has to be a and, give and, if, and take. And if, there's, and if you don't understand that there has to be a give and take, you're already just a socially awkward piece of shit. And you should probably kill yourself. No, no, but, no, 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 no. no. I, just I, set hey. them on fire. Unger. Oh, my God. <laughs> just kidding. Unger, do you have any propane fireballs left for some fucking greedy bottoms? I can I can make fireballs happen pretty darn now easily. That he, now that he told us, look. I can totally see. Look at his face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's all fucked up. <laughs> he looks fire. like Leatherface from Chainsaw I Massacre. Face. <laughs> Poor guy. My complete head got hit with a fireball. Oh, my God. Oh, I Jesus. just can't wrap my mind around I'm used that. to fireballs going away from my face. <laughs> I make that happen. <laughs> a whole new, whole new world. Poured. It's a whole new you've ex- world. You've expanded your kink horizons, Unger. <laughs> Not the way I wanted to. <laughs> Knock that off the bucket list. <laughs> oh my. Good. God, Jesus. Well, again. Head oh, engulfed in flames. Quick, quick note on, on what, what you guys were just talking about. Mm-hmm. I've been to a lot of party femdom parties. A lot. My, my Michelle has seen me at many yes. of them over the years. Um, something that would drive me nuts seeing it, and it, it, I, mean, I used to do this a lot, would I'd see like three guys around one femdom trying to get her attention. And having no interest in talking to her because I was there with somebody and I had plans or I was even DMing, mm-hmm. I'd still walk up and go, I noticed your drink is empty. Would you like anything? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so nice. She's teaching them some uh, stuff. That's, yeah. But that's how you should approach the, if you approach things like that. Good for you, Unger. Yes. What is needed. Make it an interaction that way. And then after you get to know them and know what they want to drink and things, maybe then start talking about things to do later. Yeah. Exactly. The, you know what nobody has ever done to me? Offered you a drink? You're, you're goddamn right. <laughs> hey, There's I gave never you been, I have never had no, a woman no, no. walk up and just be like, sir, can I get you a drink? That's because you're a daddy and you are in service <laughs> Why to look them. at Mew just about shit her pants laughing? <laughs> <laughs> look at that. She's with hysterics. <laughs> like, oh, sir, I would love to just rub your feet and let you relax and have a great no. evening. And- That's the opposite of a daddy. <laughs> hey, I brought you cherries. You 
What? I brought you cherries. Oh, that's true. Those were yeah, pretty good. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thank you're you. Welcome. You have served me well, my good and loyal Stop servant. Stop bitching, see? <laughs> you, have, you have pleased me. Pleased oh. me. Wait. Oh, wait. I gotta, I'm going to push the right button. I swear to God. Let's give Boogie a hand for doing it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your piggy? Where's your piggy? I have a piggy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dork. I went in order. You did go in. I'm so happy. You made me so happy. Right, this time I have I actually have another trio of small little emails that people have sent us, starting with Amazon Princess, who says, Hey, PP team. Just wanted to drop you a line to say thanks. I went to my very first play party on Saturday night, and I don't think I would have been brave enough without having had you guys in my ear holes sharing your knowledge. Ooh, that's hot. Or the PP family on Discord with their unconditional love and support. Love you all long time. That's kind of funny. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. Tell her. All right. Hopefully Uh, there wasn't a date rape involved. Boogie, oh did you have to did ruin you, it? I just want to negotiate That's hot. That's the bottom, we right? So I just wanted happy to at this make email. sure everyone was so happy, and I said that, and literally, I just watched fifteen faces just go, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> what they were thinking was you douchebag, right? That's Sometimes right. you don't give a fuck. I'm not your rape dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that rape deposit? Suppos- no, suppos- suppository. <laughs> suppository. My Michelle, will you be my rape suppository? Mm, I, I don't, don't even know. know what that would be. No, that would be her stuffing something in my ass. Okay, never mind. Reverse that. Because <laughs> if I'm your. Never well, if mind. you give me a cup of water. No, no date rape involved. <laughs> I will rub your foot. Just one foot, though. One toe, <laughs> just one toe, because I'm still a dominant. Just but suck you know, on it. but I'm a. Su- oh, now you're going to the next level in the bathtub. Yeah, duh. Mm, I do remember when you uh, fully mouth let. Oh yeah! Remember when you took yes. Abyssa's? We made um, Abyssa birthday. You know, she, we turned her into a yeah, birthday cake. I remember. And that then was my great. Michelle was just like, "I'm taking this foot," and literally she just inhaled Abyssa's whole <laughs> cake-covered foot in her mouth. It was, was amazing. Disgusting. It was good times. Oh. There's a picture. <laughs> There's a picture. It happened. That's when I'm like, I'm out of here. All right. The Jade Geek, I love that name, Oh, says, I was thinking that it would be interesting now that the show has gone on for a few years to revisit topics from the older episodes and see if anyone's changed how they feel about it. That's the people on the show aren't the same people they were when the show started. That is a mm, wonderful a observation. That's like a good idea. And yet, if you could just <laughs> give us that list. <laughs> Did you hear what I What, what Unger say? <laughs> I said Abyss looks a lot different. <laughs> yes. Yes, she does. Oh, she looks better without me. Oh. <laughs> I actually Man. talked to her today. I mean, just like in a Facebook. She's doing good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's doing real good. I, f- I follow her on Instagram yeah. and Facebooks. Yeah. The stuff's. Huh? No, I, no. Fee was here this weekend. She yeah. was here she's this here weekend. Yeah, she's still. Yeah. What are we talking about? Well, we're talking about. Oh, oh that's revisiting. right. Revisiting See, I can't even remember a conversation that happened 13 seconds ago, let alone the last topics of the 166 <laughs> episodes. So, I think that is a great idea because, of course, we we still repeat topics because we're talking about consent and the same general things. 
It's just um, we don't really have a list. Um, I mean, Laz has a number Laz of shows. Laz has a list. Uh, going. And Laz and his crew has a list, which, by the way, have you ever looked through that? The it's massive actually, database? The massive database. It's not a pretty no. page. It is not well, a pretty page. Databases aren't pretty. <clears throat> whatsoever. But it is fun because I literally have no idea. Other than like anal human maracas and Bigfoot, I don't remember anything until somebody says, remember this. Yeah, you know who does remember? Who? Harry, who's sitting in our audience, literally has had some of your jingles swimming around in his ear hole. I am cannot so get them out. Harry, sorry. Yeah. get up to the mic and tell us which ones you you were talking about. Well, of course, there's the anal human maracas and yes. the yohimbe. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, of, co- was, of course, there's the fee oh, on fee, yeah. and there's a lot of things that are just coming back. Wow, that you, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Fee on fee. Well, I'm sorry for <laughs> for putting the oral cancer in your in your head. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, but on the note of going back, I'd love to have another pajama erotica because that's been forever. Uh, we, we had, had one, one last week. Two weeks oh. ago. Was it was it? two weeks ago. Two weeks we ago. just don't dress up in pajamas anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we've evolved. See, that's how things have changed. But the next time we have one, you're welcome to come and do some uh, haiku. Yes. Yeah. Just come to the fifth Monday of any month. And any month, yeah. and that's a pajama rock. Yeah, Thank you very much oh, for, okay. for your joining. Thanks, Harry. And Harry is our new, what's the name? He does stuff. He does graphics. Graphics. Or yeah. You do graphics. I do. Uh, I'm the gra- I'm design chair at Threshold. Yes, okay. that's the title. Oh, you design yes. chairs. Yeah. You design it's our bar cards. At Ikea, yeah, they design Ooh, the chairs. Bar cards have been looking really yeah. just, good. I'm going to make this Stop chair. It's going to fall apart the second you sit in he it. He did but. a fabulous job at Carnal Carnival. Well, the, yeah, the flyer yeah. was great. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right, so our last email is from Felix, who says, Hey, all, you were plugging this email address in the last show I listened to, so here I am reaching out. I want to say thanks for the show. I've been diving more deeply into my own exploration of kink and BDSM, so it's been very helpful and enjoyable to hear your antics and advice. Boogie, we have antics. Antics. And yeah. advice. Is and that <laughs> like, an, an, what is it? To, the, I don't know what you're going the, for. The, the, Acme. Acme? Yeah, Acme, where we have all those products like the Roadrunner and Coyote. Yes, I guess we are like the Roadrunner and we, Coyote. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Am I the Roadrunner that just consistently fucks everything up? And you just that slip would be away. Coyote. Uh, you no, got it reversed. You know what? Coyote. Can I go on? This is what? You're the coyote, totally. I thought I was. I'm getting you, you are. said r- never mind. No, you're yeah. the road runner. Meep meep. I just you know. Why don't you just I make know. the sound? I'm just, just okay. I will be a fat road runner. <laughs> you can be an old tumble coyote. Runner. <laughs> You'll be tumble runner, and I'll be broken coyote. <laughs> He'll be limpy. <laughs> Boy, won't the kids love that cartoon? <laughs> That'll be a great cartoon. Be a mom. You have to stop and mom, jack off every mom, once in a while. How do I work this fucking remote? This is the shittiest that cartoon. Would, would be a pretty good Adult Swim cartoon, like the grown-up, old, decrepit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fat Roadrunner isn't fa- yeah. isn't fast anymore. Yeah, Roadrunner. Roadrunner has a meth problem. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just whatever. No, he's recovering from it. That's why he ran so fast. Oh, the Coyote oh, did like nine years and yeah. Pelican going, Bay. Man. He's going. Yeah. He's got the whole storyline already. You know, you light head. someone's face on fire. They just get real creative. <laughs> You're like, I better get some of these ideas out before I burn my fucking head off. All right, let me finish this. He says, it makes me feel more connected to the community, especially since I live in L.A. and visit Threshold sometimes. So thanks again. I look forward to continuing to learn and hang out with y'all. Do we know Felix? I don't know. Do we know Felix? I think so. I'm sure if he comes here. We don't know topics and we don't know names. We don't know shit. We don't know shit. (laughs) Kathy? (laughs) (laughs) Wrecked them. I don't even know them. <laughs> oh, Lord. What are you doing? 
<laughs> this is some weird Rick and Morty thing, right? No, it's some Wald- weird Wald- Wald- Waldorf. What? The Muppets. The old guys. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the old guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Because <laughs> every time I don't know what you're talking about, it's usually those two. Who are Season they? four, one day. One day. Look at everyone in the room. Just It's like a, like a, like a prayer, no. a humble prayer thing. I literally just said season four, Rick and Morty, someday, and like five people in the room just went, um. yay. <laughs> yay unto no. Rick and Morty. But we, have Venture no Brothers. we will pray for the, for the redemption that is coming one day. Unger says Adventure Brothers? The revelations. To, to fill in the gap, we have a new Venture Brothers for the first time in like four years oh, or something. The rapture of Rick and Morty season four. Can we go on, please? If you do not have the mark of Rick and Morty on your hand, you cannot buy or sell products and you will die. I have no idea. I mean, either. That's, that's some revelation. I, I used to be a preacher. Okay. Some, just hit a button, please. Alligator balls, please. I'm just going to hit this button. Vaginas and paninuses, things we find interesting. This is the random topic we are going to talk about now. Not so random. I'm going to bring the room down <laughs> oh, again. Again. Because you know. of that, you don't get to have my I'm going to bring the room down faster than an out-of-place rape comment. And here we go. All right. So um, I just wanted to say this because every now and again I have to say this. And, and uh, we have amazing listeners. And uh, they're so interactive I, now. We have I so much. I noticed you left the minute you started. Yeah. Uh-oh. No, she's just getting her cheat. Are you just oh, going to crunch? This is going to be good. <laughs> She's getting the popcorn. I thought there was no food or loud gonna, in the love She's going to, well, she's, she's, you know. She's Mew. She's yeah, Mew. Yeah, she's Mew. And she's a good girl. She's just, let's just listen to her. Go ahead. Open the back. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys the time where, where Bunny and, and Mew were watching me uh, have sex with some girl on the bed, like a voyeur thing. Oh, no. And Bunny's literally has a giant bag <laughs> of Cheeto puffs. <laughs> And I'm like totally <laughs> fucking this girl on the bed, and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bunny's just like, I can do it, I can do it. And Mew's just like, you're gonna make noise, you're gonna disturb them, you're not. And I'm like, and I'm just like hearing this going on, and I'm trying not to laugh while I'm fucking this girl. This is supposed to be like a cold voyeur thing, and all you hear is just. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it gets quiet, and I'm like, yeah, you like this, and I just hear. <laughs> 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 and I look back and she has this caught look on her face like huh? <laughs> turns into total comedy. Wow. Total comedy. This is the uh this is the love that we have here in the Love Lab. Continue, Boogie. All right, so I'm just gonna read this response and then we'll we'll talk about because a lot of people talk about our Patreon uh, account, which is where people who believe in perverted podcasts donate some money. Uh, so their hard-earned money, which um, is amazingly appreciated, and I am so grateful for the people um, that right now are are have some cash and and they support the show because obviously we need it. We have to buy lots of stuff. I got five six grand worth of equipment here, um, and. But I get a lot of uh, suggestions from people, you know, because we say oh, we're broke, you know, whatever. People give a lot of suggestions. And a lot of times, you know, like Laz and this person I'm going to talk about uh, my response today, you know, and they're like, oh, your Patreon kind of it, it kind of sucks. You know, you don't really do a lot there. You know, it's about perks and you got to do, you know, things and more shout outs and more of this. And you got to offer things. So if they give money, you know, you, you got to do, you know, all of this, you know, and and I've heard this now over the like the last couple of years. 
And so I had a response. I'm just going to read my response, and then maybe we can talk about it or just let it go. I surely agree that that is what improves motivation to donate, but it's also a little sad that I have to dance and jump through hoops beyond the endless hours that I've put in on creating a show for our listeners. It's no longer enough that you inspire people with your work or music or art to have value to a person. It's now about what's more in it for me. We do shout outs to our supporters every time someone signs up, but doing it excessively means that they are not giving money to support our show. They are now giving money to advertise themselves, which Mm -hmm. they should just pay us to advertise them. That is actually shitty feeling that devalues my work on the show. So in some ways, if I have to jump through so many hoops for people to believe in my work and part with their money to support it, then apparently my work doesn't stand for its own. And I would encourage you to keep your money uh, and do that because there, there's that time. I come from the I, – I've spent the last – since I was three years old trying to be an entertainer. I have spent literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of my own money spent and lost to create and to make art. And I came from a time where when people believed in what you did, they bought your tape or your CD or they believed in the thing – that you did, and then when the record industry crashed, I had a record deal just at the crash, never even got a record on the shelf because I had three different distributors. It just went belly up, got lots of airplay, totally went nowhere because the industry had fallen apart. And people were trained. Nobody stopped. Nobody told people that there's value in the art. I hate calling it art, but let's just say that that people take their time and they dedicate themselves to their art. And there's no longer a value in that. You should be able to steal that and have it for free, which forced all of the artists. Uh, I have an album I spent $20,000 on. I have had thousands of downloads on Spotify with it, and I've made $100 because I get paid .02 per download. So there comes a point to where you're kind of like, you know, I understand that this may work, but you also have to understand that there's, there's got to be some integrity. i got to feel like what we do has some value beyond just all the little perks and, oh, we'll, you know, we'll do this and we'll make you jingles and we'll think, you know, things like that. So I just kind of, I just decided I'm, I'm not going to do anything and jump through hoops. The people that donate to us right now are doing it because they believe in the show. Nobody is obligated to give us money. I am not asking you for any of your money. Everyone's tight on cash. If you have something to donate and you believe in us, great. But I just, I just, am I off base here for saying that? Um, no, you're absolutely not off base. It's just that um, you are allowed as an artist to do whatever the fuck you want with your art. Sure. Exactly. And this podcast is our art and it's what we offer people. And one would think that that is enough. That that you put it out there and you get to listen to it for free. And if you feel like donating, you, you donate. But uh, to ask for more, see, it does seem kind of ridiculous. On the other hand, this is Patreon.com. And, and that's, that's how, how it works. That's how things work That's how people have been trained yeah. that it's no longer just, oh, this is about this art. It's like, oh, what else can I get? This is about me. And then when it gets really obnoxious, it really is. You're not interested in the show. You want shout outs and all these things and us to suck your dick on the show. You're advertising yourself for $5, you know, so or or whatever. So I'm just saying there comes a time where as someone who does math and has worked in major marketing, uh, you're getting a pretty good deal 
and we're jumping through more hoops. And I'm just like, I, I don't really no, want to do I get it anymore. It. When, yeah. when every time, every once in a while, we'll get. And, and I should, I don't like. We don't like going into numbers or, or talking specifics, but we really don't get that many donations. No. And what we get is is very little. And this is the hard earned money of these people. Absolutely. Who who don't ask for anything in return. They don't email us. They just send it, and we'll get an email saying someone has just given you five bucks, and it just fucking awesome fills me with so much it happiness awesome. to know that that somebody out there just gave me five bucks. And if you don't think five bucks is a lot, I'm happy that you're living such a great life. If you take out a five dollar bill, tear it in half, and and then give it to Hunger and he'll light it on fire, <laughs> and tell me how much that hurts because uh-huh. it will. I guarantee you, you're not going to want to see your five bucks go up in flames. So it always is astonishes me, and I feel so honored that somebody has given me. Uh, their money in the same way that I feel honored whenever I'm listening to a podcast for free. Sure. And I know that these that he this person is putting it out there for me or people like me. Right. You know what else I feel that same value with? Our emails. Uh, yeah. Because those are genuine. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm broke, so uh, you know I I don't have a lot of money to donate to a lot of things. But when you write that email to us and you let us know, you know that that you feel empowered by us and stuff like that, that feels amazing. That that feel. I mean, I of course I I'm I'm sad that we don't get any hate mail because, you know, I grow from that. But it does. It is when you know that you just what you do is enough. You know, that validation, it, it really kind of inspires us. And so I know it's kind of bringing the mood down and stuff, but I just felt well, I, just, this is I wanted to say it because I'm just like, I'm yeah. 50 years old and I'm like, I've spent literally hundreds of thousands of dollars on equipment and things and learned to write music. And I don't really have much to show for it. A lot of people, have, you know, got it, you know, so I just need to do this because I enjoy doing it and jumping through hoops. I just don't think I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. God damn it! You go, I, girl. I agree. <laughs> That's right. I am mom. Don't even no, start me with no, no, with mom. I don't know what button this is. <laughs> so oh lord! I need glasses. I'll Thank buy you. my own glasses. Don't. I'm not guilting the listeners. Sometimes love is less than that. But if you do want to send us a dildo or something, I will ram it in somebody. Sometimes love. Mew has just volunteered. Crunch, 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 Cheeto. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. For you. <laughs> Thank you, Sticks. Good job. Sticks has added some jazz. Some jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> so this is from Listener Smith, another great name. Who says that now that I'm 30 episodes deep, I have come to the conclusion that you guys know what you're talking about. <laughs> Listen wow, to it. took them that long? <laughs> Shut up! Wow! Shut up! Why is that a guffaw? Wow. <laughs> Listen to 33 episodes and then it'll click. I was You'll realize more like 45. That, that you were obviously very drunk for those 30 episodes. <laughs> Just don't sober up, bro. Just oh, just no. pack that down. He goes on to say, not all the time, but maybe about this. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The other day I read a post about how rope bondage can, and it sounded like always does, cause cumulative nerve damage. That freaked me out, so I started doing a bit of research on what exactly are the risks. Can getting slapped in the face cause brain damage? Can getting beat hard enough on the ass cause internal bleeding? I read some answers on FetLife and did some Googling, but I'm really unsure about the credibility of the information I'm reading. I really don't know 
don't want to nerve damage up my limbs despite my extreme enjoyment of being bound and I want to start making more informed decisions. I know I could look for workshops or even a kink-friendly doctor, but I'd rather start with reliable information I can read on my own if possible. Look, and, dude. and from perverted podcast. Look, <laughs> don't, you're dismissing the two things you probably should do, which is go to workshops and find a kink-friendly doctor. Uh, yeah. These, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Finding yeah. reliable. Yes. Don't act all like you know better than a doctor. Buddy. Yeah. Go go to. Um, I do. I do. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you, Mew and I have been to a lot of doctors. That's in why the, he in says the last find year. a kink-friendly yeah, one. Kink-friendly. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. I, I, we've actually had listeners who've asked us what reading material can you recommend. And there are the staples out there, but you're not really going to find published works out, published works out there in which they detail the kind of stuff you're looking for. Your best shots are workshops, talking mm-hmm. to these people, Talk to reading the, the many find posts the on FetLife. Absolutely. You need to find your rope community. It does not sound to me, and I could be totally wrong, but from the email, it didn't sound like Listener Smith is involving himself or herself in the kink community or in the rope community, and you really need to get out there and start If there attending. is a community that, yeah, that you can right. get, and if not, you can start here. Because we do have some answers about these things. And the first answer is addressing all of the face slapping, giving you brain damage, uh, spankings, giving you internal internal bleeding, bleeding, um, rope doing damage. You know what? You're right. If I hit you Mm -hmm. with a fucking two by four across your face, you will get brain damage. If I hit you with an aluminum baseball bat at full force in your butthole... Uh, you could get some sort of organ damage. Absolutely. Uh, any? Yep. Michelle, you <laughs> watch what I'm you're not doing, <laughs> <laughs> baby girl. It, sorry. It's well. I mean, those are put pretty, that aluminum bat away. There is no. Et- and absolutely, people have gotten nerve damage uh, from uh, yes. not even incorrect bondage. It's just everyone's nerves are slightly a little bit to the left or the right of the other. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, even good bondage can result in, in an accident. However, the more somebody is trained, the more they go to workshops, the more they investigate the risks. We have a thing that we say risk-aware consensual kink. Mm-hmm. Yes, everything has a risk. Taking a shit, people die. I don't know. I think like something like 500 Americans die every year taking a shit. What, they get aneurysms or something? They, get, they have a heart attack. Well, a lot of people take wow. a lot of meds, and so they get really, really constipated. That's what happened to Elvis. And yeah, so you're pushing yeah. and pushing and He's pushing and pushing. the one guy everybody knows. Yeah, and so you have a heart attack and die. So the point is is that you are correct. At the, the highest level of paranoia, everything has some level of risk to it. We have no evidence. I have never seen a single real study that says prolonged spanking at a normal human level um, has caused internal uh, damage. Well, um, we ha- yeah, well, like my uh, the thing that happened with um, baby girl Seraphine where we put her into shock mm-hmm. after her birthday spankings, the three of us. Her, her daddy, and her aunt Phoenix. We went at her, and she went into shock. Sure, and we're talking yeah. about three seasoned tops people who mm-hmm. should know. Should no, and and you never know what's going to happen. This yeah. is somebody you guys, <coughs> excuse me, have played with for a long time. Yeah, and I've played with her, been in relation with her for like over four years, and yeah, it was just like a weird thing. So things can happen. There are risks, and you absolutely have the right 
to be as paranoid as you want about those risks and protecting yourself. You want to protect yourself against STIs, STDs? Absolutely. Be as paranoid. It, you know, protect yourself. That is okay. If you want to play, then your best bet is to assess those risks and find and be patient to wait for people that you can vet and screen and talk to and make sure they know as much as they can know get to know them in order to perform some of these things in a safer way but there is nothing in this lifestyle that is 100 percent safe no it's like saying mm -hmm. oh my god are you are you telling me that i could get in a car accident if i go outside driving absolutely yeah it's gonna but if you are lucky enough to be in a city or an area where you have a rope community absolutely get yourself involved because that is the best place you're ever going to find to, to get mm -hmm. information from these people who have been doing it for a long time and they can t give you all the answers that you want. Um, but it sounds to me, um, this is a shot in the dark, it sounds to me like this is the kind of person who wants to read as much as they can, get all their ducks in a row before they even get into anything intense. And I don't know that that's always such a great thing because you're never going to get all the information that you want before you start. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you're saying yeah. they're just not going to ever jump in the pool? Well, we've had we've actually had a couple of emails like this where we get people asking, uh, what are the best resources? What can I read? Give me some information I can sink my teeth into before I get out there. And I understand that. These are total bookworms, and this is how they approach the unknown. Right. And I get that. Unfortunately, this isn't that doesn't always work. And as I said yeah. that in the King community, there are staples out there. Uh, um, Jay Wiseman's books are, are great. Yes. What else can you recommend? I mean, the, all you have to do is go online. We had and, Natiz for a long, <laughs> for a while. Then and we then, scared yeah. her off. You scared her I off. I didn't scare anybody this? off. Remember Natiz used, remember to, do Natiz used to do the book reviews? She'd read like the topping book, yeah. the bottoming book, yeah. things like yeah. that. And there is but in, in all honesty, you're not going to find information in those books that you can't find in other places, too. This is, it's if not you like, have a community. Even on FetLife, yeah. Jay Weisman's, yeah. go to Jay Weisman's, I'm sorry, but I'm a big advocate of right. his, go to his profile, and he has so much free writing on there, so much information mm -hmm. that you can get, and he ha he also lists people that you can follow that have equally good information. So, yeah, you're going to, if you read a bunch of posts, you're going to hear somebody talk yeah. how this horrible thing happened, and someone else talk about how, oh, you don't have to be that that crazy. You, ha you do have to do a little bit of searching on FetLife to find... The, the maybe the handful of people that you feel comfortable with who, comfortable with who seem to know what they're yeah. talking about but once you do find them you in just, my opinion following them is a good way to start yeah you just have to jump in that's what i did i just jumped in the deep end and well, said well of course you did you know, because you're I'm you not gonna, like, i'm not going to suggest just jumping in, in. <laughs> because uh, just, you can you jump know? into someone's trunk you know, uh, that's not that everyone way. has a community. I am. I always go back to the fact that if you don't have a community, then you really do have to be a little more paranoid and you really do have to work and vet. And if you don't have a community, then you need to have shows like Perverted Podcast and books, you know, by people like Jay Wiseman and those types of things. And you really just have to do your homework. And be risk aware for yourself. Risk aware, consensual kink. It's a it's a very simple concept. And the more that you prepare yourself, the more you can make a decision for yourself. And if ultimately you decide that you are that's that risk is too much for you, then you are absolutely within your rights to not do that thing. Definitely. But but we have not seen a lot of people get internal bleeding from a spanking. No. 
It's about as likely as a lightning strike. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, research is fine. Read books, get your basic knowledge. But in this lifestyle and what we do, it really is hands-on. Yeah. You can read all about rope and how to do this and how to do that, but you're not really going to know until you start tying somebody. Yeah. And, and the best anybody. way to do it is in the presence of someone who knows that what they're too. doing, who yeah. can mentor exactly. you or yeah. maybe even watch you or best give case you scenario, pointers. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's all about practice. I mean, you can, learn, you can read how to throw a flogger, but until you throw it, you're really not going to know. It's not going to mm. teach you how. It's just going to give you the basic understanding of it. So, yeah, do some research. Get some basic knowledge, but and then go out and do it. Don't worry extremely about the risk. Be aware of them. But doing that is like, you know, like going on WebMD when your finger's numb. Next thing you know, you have lupus. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. <laughs> don't my <laughs> finger's numb, and now I got this butterfly rash over my face. <laughs> it's a side effect of lupus. Uh, some of you should be in the know about that. Uh-huh. And if you are in a community, once again, I'm going to keep coming back to that, uh, then go ahead and be paranoid and... And if you're going to play with somebody who says they know what they're doing, then you need your safe calls. You need things in place. And you may need to have a chaperone for that play scene. And I know people that have done that, that have mm-hmm. actually brought somebody to to help them, you know, when they play with somebody in mm-hmm. private. And you, yeah, yeah. you know what? what? I told Creative Explorer this a while ago, and he actually doesn't remember. The very first person I ever played with was some guy who asked me to spank him. And I'm like, yeah, I'll spank you. I'd never done it before. All right. And I didn't feel that comfortable doing it because I'd never done it. Mm. And he said, I know somebody who could, you know, watch and make sure. And he called in Creative Explorer, who sat in the corner back when the jail cell was the garage, remember? Right. Oh, wow. And he sat in the corner and watched me spank this dude, and he doesn't remember <laughs> doing that. <laughs> that was the first time I met him. That was the first time. Oh, how yeah. special. Look, Not really. Doing just what you're going to do. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, <laughs> are we going to wheel a kink someone? Well, uh, we were, we were Uh-oh. going to fist Michelle, and by just we, all I together? mean you. <laughs> just like all of us. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. No, 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 no. Hello, no. my baby. This is not desire. You and her little hands yes. were going to fist. Um, she even cut her fingernails. And an emery them. board. She was desperately looking for an emery Aww, board. Uh, to, to and but, what happened? There's too many people here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm you know what? Shy. Good for you that for I advocating <laughs> for yourself. Because she got here, Look, yeah, saw all the people. That's just the most dead clap. I mean, everyone's <laughs> like, I know we're supposed to clap. I, I really wanted to see I a fist go on her fucking hoo-ha. Yes. Huh? I even brought my piddle pad. I was you know she was going to squirt. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, no, and that's not, what we said. It's, it's not that not big of a deal. It's not thing to you know. get to a podcast. Know that you're going to be the, the closing attraction. See a bunch of people and then let everybody down by standing up for yourself and saying... I don't feel comfortable being fisted in front of. I don't really uh, think we care, and if yes. the listeners care, the you they know, do. then come back maybe next week and and uh, another time. Yeah, another yeah. time. We'll definitely do it. But oh, does someone want to spin the wheel? But oh wait, wait, wheel. I, I do okay? have to something yeah. to uh, point out that Boogie is actually my um, my fisting pimp. <gasps> yeah. Oh. yeah, I'm the pimp. Oh. Yeah, he's my fisting pimp because everyone that has actually fisted me will. You know, she's got small hands. Yeah, has tiny happen. hands, yeah. But uh, has been his girls. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. Abyss. Okay, Abyss. Yeah, she's fisted me. Okay. Um, 
No one else has fisted me completely. N- and soon, Mew. And, and so soon, Mew. Soon, Mew. So you're my, my fisting pimp. Aw, uh, you're a pimp, Boogie. Wait a minute. Yeah, Am I yeah, the yeah. pimp to the fist-er? I'm, no. You're to, to the I'm the brothel. Me. I'm like the madam. Ah. Oh, you're even just, better. Yeah, I'm the madam. I'm the one that goes, hey, darling. Yeah, let me, let me sit Let you, you come down here and we'll make sure you get a good, I got a couple girls here. Hey, Mew, get over here. Get over here. Shake your fucking tiny ass over here. Yeah, yeah, let's get over there. <laughs> Horrible. Make this client feel good. <laughs> hey, yeah. Wheel of kink. Wheel of Well, who's going to spin the wheel of kink? I, there's, we don't have, have it prepped or anything. There's all these weird stuff written on there for someone else. Mew, uh-huh. are you going to spin the wheel of kink? Get over there. Hold the wheel of kink up. Spin it. We get something. Does that say clit rubber band? Yeah, it does. (laughs) Ooh, ouch. Okay, let's see what it says. (laughs) I'm not doing that either. Kate, oh my God! What is she? She's hopping up and she's running to the other side of the love lab. She got a cane. She got a cane and she's coming back. All right, well then let's, uh, you want to turn your mic around? Get over here then. It's her favorite thing. She got lucky. I think she greases that wheel or something. <laughs> All right. What? Put your microphone right in her ass. No, no, no. Here, put your hands on the wall. Put your hands on the wall like that. Oh, That's go. it. Now just put your microphone right there. Just get it. Go ahead. No, no, no. Turn. There you go. Okay. Yeah. We'll get all the microphones there. So I'll just tap the mic. Are you ready? I have no room. Yeah, you gotta hold up and come down. Hold the bike up and come down. There you go. There you go. Now you're working on set. Now that's it. That's it. All right. Let's get some whip here. Let's uh, move the cord. That's good. I got this much room and. (laughs) Do it to a song. That came too close to me. Do it to a song. Yeah. Alligator balls. Alligator balls hanging real low. Sing along. Laying on the bottom of the bayou. Always getting stuck on a log or a rock. Fish biting at them all day. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight, especially Burn Dunger and everybody in the chat room. To my Michelle and Papi Ramon. To Alan, Zena, Schrodinger, Harry, Sticks, Siren. Thank you so much for being here. And especially Mew for getting caned in the butt so happily. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, email us at pervertedpodcasts at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcasts.com. I was going to play the fisting song because, you know, we're going to do fisting. So now I don't. So uh, I don't know. I didn't like last week's song. So I re-edited it. So I guess I'll just put it again to fuck with our listeners. Here you go. Here's the same song. Slightly improved. (laughs) For your listening pleasure. (laughs) Fuck you, you motherfuckers. We love you. We'll see you next week for show 167.